0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: More like the arrival of the Mac, perhaps. Good morning, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, Sam Acho, with you this morning. And yes, we will get to Mac Jones. We will get to the Patriots and everything going on (laughs) in New England right now. But before we do that... We weren't sure we were going to get on the air today. Who are you telling, bro? There was a baseball game going on that just kept going <laughs> and going and going
0: and it's not, like it mean, was a, it's not like it was exciting, man. Like, yo, come on, man. Like, one run scored in the second, then the eighth, man. I, listen, that's why I baseball. Listen, I'm up and down with. I parachute in because I got stuff to do, man. I got to schedule my life, man. I got honeydew lists. I got to go to. I got to go do some homework. I got checks. home. like, what the hell is going on, man? Was this a marathon game?
1: Well, thank you. Th- uh, thankfully, A.J. Pollock had the two-run homer in the 16th inning. <laughs> D- the what? Yes, between the Padres and the Dodgers. Now, you might say, oh, I mean, baseball, you'll have these games. They start a guy on second base now. It's like they want to avoid this, and it happened. So, you had a marathon game. Uh, pr- pretty incredible, if you think about it. 489 combined pitches between the teams. Second most pitches in a Dodgers-Padres game since tracking started in 19 88, but the the game, what, five hours long, and it was on our network, of course, so everybody that was leaving the, the studio exhausted, yeah. thank you for your service tonight, and we take it from here.
0: Stay up, Kane. Stay up, Kane.
1: Yes. Anyways, so... Let's get to the NFL. Let's get to the story in New England because, guys, this is no longer a conspiracy theory. Mm. Mm. This is no longer now something, and and I feel bad because Key should be here. Keyshawn should be here because he's been the guy all along saying –
0: Y'all got his number. Call call his ass up.
1: It's Cam Newton's job. This is his job. He's the number one. He's the starter, and everybody's been saying it. But as we mentioned yesterday, the door opened, and yesterday in practice – Mac Jones didn't walk through it. He strutted through it. He opened the door, walked right through it, and sounds like, if you listen to Mike Grease, ESPN Patriots reporter, sounds like he is taking the job. This is Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, and here's Mike Greese.
2: I felt like I witnessed a significant moment, you know, like watching practice today. It, it did make me, when my first thought when I left practice was at the least, this gives Bill Belichick something to think long and hard about because Mac was really good in this practice, and I say that with sort of conviction because I know the Giants' coaches felt that way, like they felt Mac carved them up. And so, knowing that, um, you know, I, I can sort of deliver it to you with conviction because what I what I saw was a Patriots offense that looked like the traditional Patriots offense.
1: Now that sounds like it looked like what it looked like when TB12 was there. That's what it sounds like. So, again, no Cam Newton yesterday. He does come back today. So, Mac Jones had a lot of time with the starters. And as Reese tweeted, took a ton of reps and was on his game. Capped things off at a successful two-minute long touchdown drive. And the most important part is the
0: last line. He got a low five from Bill Belichick. (laughs) A low fiver. Oh man, high five. I would be concerned with a high fiver, but a low fiver. That's that's like, yo, I feel you. Let's keep this on the low between you and I. (laughs) I was going to ask. I mean, it's it's tough, right? When you think about Mac Jones and what we all talked about when you that buzzword traditional looked like a traditional. Patriots offense, right? So that means that the ball was coming out in rhythm, on stride. You know, Cam sometimes can burp the baby a little bit. He wants to go for the, for the things down to the field, the big plays, wait for the things to come open. You know, When you see Mac Jones, the ball's coming out on rhythm. He's given an opportunity for his players to make plays, and they surround him with enough talented players that you don't have to be a great quarterback that's throwing guys open. You just got to get the balls in the hands that Bill Belichick personally picked out to create advantages with their personnel.
3: Yeah, I'm with that. I mean, y'all said y'all wish Key was here. I'll be Key for the day because I think that Cam is still the starter. And I don't think he's – like, I understand, like, as reporters or in media, we're like, man, competition, competition. But I like listening to head coaches, the ones who make the decisions. And what we heard from Bilichek maybe yesterday, two days ago, was that no jobs are going to be given away. Okay. He said nothing's going to be gift wrapped. But remember, he did
1: say – that you can you can lose your job if you outplay someone. Yep.
3: Or they're unavailable. Bingo. Bingo. But that's un- unavailable. Exactly. But do that you remember? Unavail- the- Go ahead. Yeah, you know, for sure. That unavailability. It's not like people use the example of Drew Bledsoe. Oh, all of a sudden yeah. Drew Bledsoe's unavailable. That's the history. That's a history. Yeah, but Drew Bledsoe went out for four, four or five days. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe was out for the rest of the season. And so when we talk about this unavailability, like once again, Bill Belichick said, "Okay, unavailability, but not just for four or five days." Like, think about it. Cam Mac has been like pushing the envelope. And Cam's been stepping up his game at every level.
0: Has he? He has. Just watch the games. Uh, watch the games. You're assuming I didn't? No, I'm
3: saying, saying, like, I'm, the I'm talking to the the, 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 the everyone who yeah. listens, right? Watch the games.
0: No, no, I, I get it. But, like, this, this thing, right? You and I both know that if the competition is close between a rookie and a veteran – like, what are we talking about? It's supposed to be le- – Cam is supposed to be leaps and bounds better than Mac Jones at this point. You're talking about a former MVP. You're talking about a guy that has so much game experience. And now you have Mac Jones right here, and the ball's coming out on time, and it looks efficient. This is a user-friendly offense bill belichick says i am done with putting all my eggs in one basket meaning that one quarterback is going to make everybody a a force multiplier make guys better around us that's really not better we're going to give him the most talented roster and just tell him don't crash the car don't turn my football over son and listen cam is a guy that listen he's playing well but it's early and we know that Cam isn't a long-time solution. Now, to your point, I do believe that maybe it's something to this because I believe that it was promises made. And I think that Bill Belichick doesn't want to um, like take the job from Cam because he understands that Cam is playing for his future. Because if you sit Cam, then Cam's going to sit down and wait for the rookie to stumble. No, that's, that usually doesn't work because then now you're going back to somebody. That never really works. You want to kind of let Cam play. And then let Mac Jones eventually take it from him and say, Cam, thank you for your services. You've done what you can do. Both things can be right. Right. You can get Cam the experience to be able to say he's still a a starter in his league. But, you know, we went to the young guy because he's our future.
1: All right. But and again, things have changed dramatically because, Sam, I mean, you're right. I mean, Bill all along has been saying that Cam is his guy. But after Mike Reese uh, tweeted exactly what we were just talking about, about the performance of. Mac Jones in this practice, I couldn't help but retweet it and give you the timeline of how things have turned so quickly. Monday, can only be out a starter if he's unavailable. Later Monday, Cam away for five days due to the misunderstanding. Tuesday, can Mac take advantage? He can. Wednesday, low five after a solid
0: practice. Damn, the low five is getting now. To if you me,
1: don't man. want to believe me, again, Mike Reese. By the way, he's going to join us at seven thirty, so stay tuned for that because he'll have the latest on that. And to hear him, he has been on top of this from the very beginning, so he is seeing it firsthand. But there is also Tom Curran, a longtime Patriots reporter in Boston, NBC Sports Boston, and he wrote this: "There is no on-field reason for Cam Newton to ever take a meaningful regular-season snap for the Patriots while Mac Jones is upright and able." The week-to-week, day-to-day, play-to-play competency of Jones for the past three weeks has, in my estimation, and those of most of the people watching every rep, put to bed all debate about who is the better quarterback for the Patriots in 2021. Jones's performance Wednesday in the Patriots' 150-minute joint practice with the Giants, it tucked the debate in and turned out the light. So... Simple question is this, and I mean, we ask the guys, we ask you certainly as well. 888-ESPN, 3776 at KJNZ on Twitter as well. Has Mac Jones done enough in your mind to be the Patriots' week one starter? Again, it's about being available, and Mac Jones was available to take advantage of the reps with the starters and played very well. So you can be part of the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed and call-in line, ESPN Nation. Presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. We're asking again on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at KeyJNZ. It's a poll, so you can be part of it. Who should be the Patriots' week one starter mm. at quarterback? Right now, so far, it's a dead heat. Cam Newton at 50.3%. Mac Jones, 49.7%. Football's not fair, again, though. Remember nobody that. is saying... He's the better quarterback, but the feeling is for the Patriots, it's the better fit right now, the rookie. Amazing. That was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. All right, so coming up, if Mac does beat out Cam, what does it mean for the former MVP's future in New England and the NFL? We'll discuss that after I tell you about DoorDash. Right right now, DashPass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try DashPass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year-round. Get more from your neighborhood now with DashPass in the DoorDash app. And Stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. Injuries at the running back position have forced the Rams to make some breaking moves for Sony Michelle. Breaking moves brought to you by LinkedIn Job. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports.
4: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America.
0: Jay Will and Zubin. Cam is just polarizing. Quarterback wearing a scarf and the the shoes. Yeah, it's a problem. Why do you got
1: to have those shoes like that? And
0: I am the only person on record to tell Cam Newton what I will say. Mm -hmm. If your ass go out there and you play like you played last year, I want you to retire, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think you're going to play like that. But I'm just telling you straight up. Keyshawn, man, you're a real one, bro. You've always been solid with me, bro, and I appreciate that.
1: Keyshawn was keeping it real in that interview we had with Cam Newton uh, several weeks ago before training camp started. And what he said was if you play like you did last year, I mean, the end of last season when he came back from COVID, he just didn't look good. The team didn't look good. Mm -hmm. But Cam Newton has not played poorly in the preseason. He has not looked bad. But the argument and the debate that has been raging in New England it's not necessarily whether Cam Newton can still play. It's whether or not Mac Jones should be – he's the quarterback of the future. Is he the quarterback of the present right now? And the way he's performed uh, this week in Cam's absence in practice, and joint practice with the Giants, it has a lot of people buzzing this week about whether or not Mac Jones can unseat him. So here's the question for you guys. If If Mac Jones wins the job and is the week one starter – what should what should what, what should the Patriots do with Cam Newton? Should he be the backup?
0: Of course. Or should
1: they look at Stidham and Hoyer? And should Cam Newton look for an opportunity somewhere else?
0: Did you just say that with a straight phrase? I did because Hoyer it's to, Cam destroy, to, destroy, to destroy is like what seventy five years old man. Like but he's it, like but if you're at,
1: but in a in a in a quarterback room, yeah. What do you want for your young quarterback?
0: But for this team, I believe the expectations are much higher. Right. This is a Super Bowl ready. Um, Uh, roster roster outside of the quarterback position, right? So you always got to keep Cam around in case this guy stumbles, he gets hurt. Like usually what happens when young quarterbacks come in, I've seen it with Joe Flacco, I've seen it with um, Mark Sanchez, they can buzz and and, and take over the league for like four weeks, especially early on because it's not a a game plan on them, right? I mean, it took people four weeks to realize that Mark Sanchez couldn't throw left. Right, so then they just start saying, "Oh, he can't throw left. Let's pack the right side of the field and make him throw the ball, especially when the ball's on the right hash. He doesn't have that strong arm, so they start doing that. Then we went from three and zero to red light, green light, losing zero and three. You know what I mean? And then we had to figure things out and readjust." So, like, the league will readjust because the thing is, there's no scouting report on what he can or can't do, Mac Jones. So, like, listen, pump your brakes a little bit on the Mac Jones train. Like, what this is saying is Bill Belichick has his quarterback of the future. He has a quarterback that he feels like, okay, listen, I got Tom Brady's replacement, and we're going to build this guy up slowly. But we're going to build him up because, listen, Bill hasn't has a great track record as far as drafting right now. He can't draft his own players. I mean, Sony Michelle is an example of that. Nikhil Harry is an example of that. Name me the first uh, – the first round pick that Bill has really hit on. The jury's still out on Isaiah Wynn. So like right now, eventually that that toll is going to be going to be due. So now he went out and spent all this money because he understood that he had to put a roster. He had a bad roster, but eventually the quarterbacks going to have to be special. I just don't know if Mac Jones is special. I think he's good.
1: You guys aren't buying it then. Neither I mean, one of you. Man, we've Sam. seen this before,
0: man. Like, yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam, you're not buying it either. Of course we've seen not. This movie before. Of
3: course not. Like, yeah, we've, we've seen the movie before. We've been in the movie. We've starred in this movie yeah. before. Like, there's talk, and it sounds great. Oh, yeah. the, the the polls, 50-50, all these things. One person makes the decision. One person. And that one person's name is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is not gift-wrapping anything to anybody. I think I, my first year in the league, right? Bart, you played. My first year in the league. This a dude named Adrian Wilson, dominant safety, number twenty-four for Arizona Cardinals. Right, Arizona was trash, so nobody really paid attention at the time. Uh, but he was big, strong, fast—all the things. Jamal Adams. This is playing. He was Jamal Adams. There you go. Before Jamal, there you Adams. go. And I said, "Bro, how do I like? I want to be great. I want to be great like you. What do I need to do? What? How can I get there? How can I? You know what I mean? Like people are it happens quick." He said, "Sam, here's how you do it." He said, "There's this box. He said you can order it on Amazon. You can get anywhere you buy things. It's like about this this big, right?" four four by four box, it's called hard work and dedication. That's the only way you get this job. And the thing about Mac Jones and the thing about Cam Newton and really more specifically about Bill Belichick is that like he understands the value of hard work of having to fight for something, right? Like, Mac should have to fight for this job, not just three practices because Cam was out because of COVID. Yeah. That's going to help Mac Jones in the long run, and Bill Belichick understands that. So just to the point of like, well, what happens if Mac's going to get the start? Mac's not going to get the starting spot in, in week one. Maybe week five, maybe week seven, maybe week 10, maybe week 12, but not in week one for that first reason and also for the second reason, simply because... 'Cause the game plan thing, Bart, you just said it, right? Get a quarter get a recorder back
0: there and late when teams have a game plan for him. Yeah. Now you got a better chance to win. That's what I'm thinking about week fourteen, that bye week when they come Bingo. off and then he can be like the Colin Kaepernick to replace Bingo. Alex Smith. I'm just amazed that you sitting up there telling you that, telling us that what year are you get in the league? Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Adrian Wilson told you about Amazon and you didn't invest. You dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you big dummy, bro. I I believe, you him. big dummy. I was rocking with him. He was like, man, there's this. I'm like, what do I get? Because like this dude was like all he told you about. Yes, he I told know me Wilson. the secret. You know, Adrian. Of course, you know Adrian but, Wilson. But Amazon, he told you in 2011, and you didn't put no, no money. No, he told me about, about the
3: box, bro. It was the box. Oh, oh, it was I box. You said you got have it. No, okay. it was the I'm box. About say, about he was like, say there's a box. a box, and I'm like, how much does it cost? Like, where can I get it? Like, how do I get this? You're buying
0: into this
1: whole box theory. He's like, yeah, what's in the box matters. There's nothing in the box. Yes, there is work, hard work, dedication.
3: And I'm not saying Matt Jones I, don't I work apolog- hard. I apologize like, to my Jones- listeners, yeah,
0: because I, 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 I was about to just lose all respect for you. That Adrian Wilson gift wrapped you Amazon 2012. And you could have been a billionaire right now. And you still sitting on the set with me. Never mind. I <laughs> take that back. Sorry. I po- apologies. Yeah,
3: but I mean that's just the thing. The simple fact is this, and I think this, this is why Bill Belichick has so many championships. He understands that. I don't oh, care how great Tom you- Brady. Yes, yeah, as, as well as Tom Brady, <laughs> as well as Tom Brady. Um, he says, "I don't. I don't care how great you are, how great you think you are, how great you think you'll be. What matters is what you're doing right now, and not, not just one, two, three, four days. I need it for four weeks. I need it for four months. I need it for a lifetime, for a career.
0: But listen, if he's going to if he's going to start him, Allen, right, he has to start him early because you don't want to work him in." To week four, oh, well, with t- terrific time coming into well, time, you're looking
1: at yeah, you're looking at the schedule. See, I, I actually, yeah, that would be the interesting game. It's right soft to, to play. do it, he,
0: he'll be the man. But see, this is the thing, right? But Remember, week
1: fourteen is so late in the season, and by then you're you're looking to be if you're a playoff team, week fourteen, yeah. and you're playing well, yeah. why would you make a quarterback because, change then? Yeah. Because
0: by then Cam Newton is wore all the tread off the tires. Like you've yeah. done, yeah. how many quarterback powers, right? You've used, you've drove Cam. And I told you he's a used car right now. He's a Reynolds car, right? So by that time, Cam is probably going to be beat up because you're used him on quarterback powers. You're saying you're pulling the front side uh, tackle. You know, you're down blocking with tight end. You're pulling the front side guard and you're just running Cam into the ground. And thank you for your services. But now Cam is no nor- longer needed to get us to the finish line. Like I told you, Cam is to take you to the dance. Mac Jones is to take the girl home. Right? So that's what's really going, in, going on right there. Like You get them there. Like we saw it happen with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Yes. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, funny if anyone wants to comparison. listen to
3: any example, like that's the example. Mind you, like, so 20, we talked about 2011, right? Like, I was playing for the Arizona Cardinals. So I played against the San Francisco 49ers yes. when Alex Smith was the quarterback. And they had the number one defense in the NFL. Vic Fangio was running that defense. Yep. We know how good they were. But there was a limit. So, so Alex, a ceiling. A ceiling. Yep. Alex Smith started the season. Alex Smith, they were playing well. They were, they were, well. Winning. They they were win. winning games. Winning record probably 7-3 or so. We got somebody We can go look it up. And all of a sudden, this, this second-year player, no one knew too much about Colin Kaepernick came in. And what did he do? Hauling and ass. What did he do? He created a spark, man. Ain't nobody And, can games and like where him. did he take Oh, this? he got a break. I, mean, I know. You know what I'm saying? Bit, yeah. Well, he took him to the Super up Bowl. He he took, him to the he Super took him to the Super Bowl. Bowl. And so, it's, like, that's what he was
1: trying to get you to say, Bart. But all right.
3: And that and that's what okay. coaches understand that some not everyone else understands. Like, the game planning. So, like, for 12 weeks, 14 weeks, for example, maybe it's 10 weeks, you're game planning for Cam Newton. All you know is Cam Newton. All of a sudden, let's say it's post-bye week, you put a new quarterback in, a new quarterback in, yeah. and And now defenses don't have 12 weeks of film on one guy. And so the worst thing that can happen for Mac Jones is to be the week one starter. There's a, I mean, it's the, it's the worst thing. But for the Patriots, the best thing is to have camp start and then whether it's 5, 10, 15. They got the shot clock in my ear. I'm done. 5, 10, 15, put in Mac Jones. Come, come on, shot, Giannis. Shoot the damn free yes, throw. give it. me that though. 10, Alan o, 9. Bart
1: Scott, Sam Ocho, brought to you by Mako. Need a paint job for your car? When life throws you oh, just say better get Mako. Head to mako.com. Today, All right, so they mentioned Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick. Other people feel Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes is the way you do it when it comes to bringing in a young quarterback. That's the Kansas City model. Well, we'll tell you the one team that's closest to doing that, and we'll do that after Bart has this from Straight Talk Wireless.
0: 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract and get a Samsung Galaxy. A32 5G for only $299. All on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise, 5G compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speeds may vary. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is it the didn't. time of the year. This, this is what we talked about. This is real, man. Are you ready? I sound ready.
4: This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is
1: ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC.
0: Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn Jay and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by Sketchers. Sketchers. Comfort included.
4: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Breaking ball hit high in the air.
3: Deep center
4: field. Back onto Grisham at the wall. And it's gone. AJ Pollock powers the Dodgers back into the
0: lead.
1: A two-run, 16th-inning blast,
3: number 16 on the season. It's the Dodgers, five, and the Padres, three.
1: Did you hear the relief in Kevin Brown's voice on ESPN Radio? Yes, the Dodgers do outlast the Padres in 16 innings in a 5-3 final after A.J. Pollock's two-run home run in the top of the 16th was the difference in the longest game of the season, the Dodgers. Twice. The Dodgers led 3-1 in the top of the 15th, but then Fernando Tatis Jr. homered in the bottom half of the inning to tie it up at three. The Padres went nine consecutive hitless innings before the Tatis' home run in the 15th. There were 489 combined pitches between both teams, the second-most pitches in a Dodgers-Padres game since tracking started start in 1988. Okay, we move on to this. The Orioles won a baseball game. They win after 19 straight losses. They beat the Angels 10-6. They rallied from down 6-2. They led. The Angels led 6-4 when Shohei Ohtani left the game. Bases loaded walks in the eighth, gave the Orioles a lead for good. Baltimore was two losses shy of the American League record for the longest skid from 1988. Who has that record? The Orioles, with 0-21. Ohtani, by the way, was mortal. Allowed three homers on the mound. Struck out three times at the plate as well for the Angels the world of basketball where Imani Bates commits to play for Memphis the number three ESPN's 100 top 100 recruits will suit up for Penny Hardaway's team during the upcoming season he appeared in the Memphis student directory early Wednesday afternoon kind of gave it away the last day to enroll for the fall semester his Thursday, his dad also kind of gave it away as well. Not much of a secret. The 6'9", small forward from Michigan originally committed to Michigan State last summer, before reopening his recruitment in April. Yes, I know. About it. Sports Center brought to you by Indeed is hiring. Becoming your second job? Quit the hassle and get on Indeed. You'll find great candidates fast with instant match. Just to sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com/credit.
4: Trey Lance, Justin Fields, who's on the field first?
0: I just don't know how you take the buzz around Justin Fields and you start Andy Dalton. Garoppolo is still clearly the
1: favorite right now. You saw the deep ball, and that's what Lance has had as a separator in his back pocket. Ugh. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Plenty to get to here. Very busy show already, Alan Hahn. Bart Scott, Sam Acho with you this morning.
0: A.K.A. And yes. I think I got a nickname for Acho already.
1: You have a nickname?
0: Yeah, you know, I was a nickname guy, man. Oh,
1: you are a big nickname guy.
0: What do you got? I think I'm going to call you Pinky. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like it.
3: And I don't even need an explanation. Yeah. Hey, Moving hey, on. I, no, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why why, why do not you want holler it, at us? It. Holler at us. Hey, man. What?
0: Hey, man, you've been hitting them corners a little hard. Man, what I tell you, you almost made me spill the jack on my $200 suit. Not, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody
3: gets the joke.
0: I know. I know. Yeah. Friday
1: after that. Friday after <laughs> But that. those who do, Bart's here for the ones who get the joke. He doesn't care if you Here don't. for my peoples. That's how this works. Everybody's so, my peoples. So as we've been talking about <laughs> talking. Actually, no, no, we'll do this later. We'll do this later. I do have something that I need you to ask Sam if he agrees with you, but that we'll do later. Let's get back on track because as we're talking about so so Mac Jones has played very well this week, had a great practice yesterday, and there's some talk of whether or not he can emerge as the starter in New England instead of Cam Newton, the veteran. We see a lot of the young quarterbacks who who are playing well, who have a chance. So these rookie quarterbacks, the five taken in the first round, all of them have been in the conversation. Matt Nagy has one in Chicago with Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. And he has referenced the Kansas City model when it comes to the Bears quarterback situation and also developing Justin Fields, considering that that's what Andy Reid did with Patrick Mahomes having Alex Smith. Now, you guys earlier mentioned Alex Smith, but you were talking about a scenario Kaepernick. where Colin Kaepernick eventually replaced him later in the season. And that's what you see maybe happening in New England. But. Which rookie quarterback is in a situation similar to the Mahomes model, the Kansas City model, that you see that you don't have to play him right away. He can take that gap year. He can take that sort of internship, right, be the apprentice, while the team is settled with a starter who is good enough to carry it for one more year, and then you can hand the reins over to that quarterback. So is there a team that stands out to you Sam, you, Bart, that's, a, uh, that's very similar to what they did in Kansas City. This is a no-brainer.
3: Yeah, no-brainer. I mean, it's a place where I played the majority of my career, Chicago Bears.
1: Yeah. What? right. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You said you were, gonna go. knew we're he was gonna going to go. There. Zach Wilson, you were going to go. No, no, I don't know no, hang on. Go. Right, Let Sam go further. Don't reveal yours yet. Go ahead.
3: I thought we were in agreement, my dog. Yeah, I thought yeah, me we were. You, you both gave did. Me, you know? So, I mean, this is easy. This is Chicago Bears, and a lot of people don't like this opinion. Um, but it's just the facts that number one, Matt Nagy was there in Kansas City with Andy Reid in 2017 when Patrick Mahomes was sitting. But that's not really the main point. The main point is that the Bears are a lot better than anyone's giving them credit for. Last year, they made the playoffs at eight and eight uh, with a bad defense, an average defense. Um, in 2018, they were 12 and four, lost on the double doink with a good defense. Mm-hmm. So people were forgetting that like Sean DeSai, who was a, who was. On that staff, that's the similar as Vic Fangio in 2018. Mm-hmm. He's now the defensive coordinator. Their defense will be much better. They have offensive weapons. David Montgomery, one of the up and coming running backs in the league. Allen Robinson, top receiver.
0: Cohen coming back, right? Say it again. Is it Cohen coming back? Tariq
3: Cohen, come, uh, Tariq Cohen coming back from
0: injury. He's, yes. a, guy, he's a gadget guy. Yes. That's he, what yeah. you need. You need so players. So
3: the Bears are a lot better than everyone's giving them credit for. And I think that Justin Fields has the luxury of learning, not necessarily from Andy Dalton per se, but think about it. We saw that ESPN cover story yesterday with uh, Matthew Stafford. He said, man, when I hear from Tom Brady, Tom Brady said it took him about halfway through the season to learn this new offense last year with Tampa Bay. So he said, man, you have to unlearn what you were doing before and relearn something new. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields needs to unlearn what he did in college from Ryan Day or whatever it was and relearn Matt Nagy's system calls, all those things. So yes, he's ready from a physical standpoint, from on-the-field standpoint, but there are little things. Maybe it's that little protection that we saw in the game where he got blown up. Maybe that was on him. Maybe that's on the O-line. Maybe it's on the coaches. But there are little things that... He has the luxury of unlearning because Andy Dalton's a formidable quarterback, and their defense is dominant.
1: Right, so who do you have, Bart? Yeah. See the problem that was, was definitely a, that's definitely a candidate, but but what yeah, do you but
0: have? yeah. I mean, and, and that was great. The difference is, I don't think the Bears are close to being a Super Bowl caliber team. They can be a team that can compete within the division. I think that Minnesota has closed the gap significantly, and I think we're not giving who, them who, the credit who, they deserve. Right, but who's the situation? That's so better? for me, I think the situation that's better is Trey Lance, right? Because we know that Jimmy G is leaving next year. This is a <laughs> team that is young and that's going to grow and ascend together. When you think about Kansas City, you think about a, a lot of young weapons, right? A lot of young Harmon. You think about you know, Charles Edwards-Alaire. That's the similar situation that they have there. They have a lot of young talent. Bosa's young. You think about all the you know Nuke, all the guys on the outside. And Trey Lance is going to walk in. He's going to be hand-delivered, a Super Bowl-caliber team. This is a team that, you know, w- w- despite all the injuries last year, was right there, was, was, was still a solid team. This is a team that was in the Super Bowl two years before you're handing off a Super Bowl caliber team to a guy that has a cannon a guy that you know from all accounts is the smartest quarterback in this draft now I'm not talking about you know I'm talking about you know I'm not talking about football acumen because he doesn't have a lot of experience but a guy that can regurgitate and retain a lot of information that's why you know ultimately Kyle Shanahan decided to go with him after making that aggressive move to move all the way up you know would we be surprised if we saw the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl this year? I don't think we would. We would if that was Chicago Bears. Uh,
1: okay, and and with that in mind too, like I agree with you. I mean, I, I, obviously the Bears. are – Yeah, he's are, you're wrong. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I
3: see what this is. When I see say, what this is. When we say Barton Hunt, yeah, when we say, when we say yeah, the come
1: best. In. When we say the the best situation, <laughs> the close situation, I, I do think the Niners have that, and they have it for one perfect reason: their veteran was once the rookie who had a veteran, so he knows already what to expect. In fact, we had Jimmy Garoppolo on the show back in May, right after the draft. And he talked about what he plans on being as the veteran now in this role, and his relationship with Trey Lance.
2: You know, it's kind of, you know, coming full circle. Uh, You go through this NFL career, and you start as a young guy come in. Uh, Tom kind of showed me the ropes. Uh, The competition between us was awesome. Really made me grow as as a rookie and a young player. And so that's just kind of what me and Trey will, you know, we'll mold our relationship into that. But it'll happen naturally. Just, uh, it's one of those things you can't force anything. Just let it come as it may.
0: So, Acho, better situation, right? Yeah, better situation. Because like, he's already, he, If you had Nagy like, and you had Kyle Shanahan, yeah, who would you take as a coach? Oh, oh I'll, I'll definitely take Kyle Shanahan.
3: But, but check me out. There, the situations are similar. Like, let's just kind of be all the way real. Those
0: situations are similar. And, and people aren't giving the Chicago Bears credit. Like, no, but, you, but you mean QB1, the guy who says, no, I'm the captain, like an Andy Dalton who doesn't understand his role. And listen, bro, it is inevitable that you're going to lose this job. Jimmy G has accepted. They went to Jimmy G saying, hey, Jimmy G, this is like your last dance. You're mm-hmm. leaving after this year, Like, but I need you to be a good teammate and, he and also you know, usher this kid in. Andy Dalton probably only gives uh, Justin Fields one course in a day.
3: No, that's not true. For, that's not.
0: not yeah, like, I, I, I don't mean, see what, that happening. That's your one. Yeah, no, I, I know. <laughs> like, like, I got no Andy Dalton. Like, like I got no Andy
3: Dalton. Like, like I. You know, we okay, we, we kind of go back. Drop, not go, name dropping. You said his name first. Um. So like. <laughs> so like even just to, just to the the point of like teaching, like listen to what Justin Field says about his relationship with Andy Dalton. Number one. Number two. Um. About I, the Super Bowl. About the Super Bowl ready teams. So like. I keep on going back because people just forget. The same players that were on the roster, on that defense in 2018, the number one defense, defense that blew up the league, Eddie Jackson, Khalil Mack, Hakeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Danny Trevathan, Roquan Smith, all those same players are Uh, still on the roster right now. Mm -hmm. And the defense has been bad the last two years. Chuck Pagano wasn't as good of a defensive coordinator as a lot of people expect. disrespectful. Players players didn't play. Okay. Okay, sure. Players didn't play. Put it this way. Sean Desai is going to come in. The players are going to play and going to be a top 10 defense. And so, like – Matt Nagy understands that. He understands he has a defense to win right now. He understands he has a receiver and a running back (laughs) to to win right now. I know still. You didn't even win people. No, but I mean, Darnell Mooney's still unproven, right? You got uh, uh, Marquise Goodwin still got to show he's healthy. Like, so he has proven commodities. And so the thing that people aren't giving the Bears credit for is the fact that they're better than a lot of people are believe. And so I say the situations are similar. And then last thing, last thing, just because you said it, uh, Bart, about how Jimmy G – no quarter – nobody's saying, yeah, yeah, you know, take my job. No, Jimmy G thinks it's his job. Right. In the same way Andy Dalton thinks it's, it's his it's job. It's, now, Andy Dalton – "You might have said, no, this is my team, my job. Maybe don't say that. But everybody thinks that for this but year. You can, you That's, can, all but wants. That's all he Jimmy G is unthreatened.
0: Jimmy G is not going to be threatened. Trey Lance is going to have a red shirt year. Like Justin Fields actually, is a, Trey Lance going to play? You just, yeah, you just Situationally, told us, you just told us that Trey Lance was the guy listen, who you listen, think listen, is going to get listen, in first. Listen, do you agree Tom, with me? Tom Tom Brady Tom Brady has a Who's 77 percent win percentage. Jimmy G has seventy four. When he's in the game, they win. Agreed. The problem is he can't stay healthy. So we but but, but but Justin Justin Fields is going to take over that job because before the end of the season, they're going to try and run it all the way through with Trey Lance. I mean, I would trade Lance with um, Jimmy G because this is a Super Bowl caliber team. Like you name one or two players, man, I can go down the hold list, on, man. From on, Kittle's to Debo Samuel's to to Kyle Uchek, right to Brandon and Nuke to Debo, Sa- like they have a team that's ready to win right now. If they hadn't got healthy, if they hadn't got hurt last year, they would have won last year. So let's just agree
1: that both situations are are similar to could be similar to, but both situations are going to see these guys play rather than Patrick Mahomes. We didn't see play at all. He sat the whole year because they had Alex Smith. These situations are similar with that they have veterans there that, that can, be also, can provide guidance and just also help the team win right now. I don't know if everybody looks at Andy Dalton as a guy that can help that team win right now as much as we already know because we have history that Jimmy G can help that team win right now. But can I, can I be a reporter for a minute please, as you guys, you guys are the athletes? More than an athlete. Ky- Kyle Shanahan in his press conference, was asked you know, whether, whether he will you know, name a starter and why he will and all that stuff. And I thought, this is how you handle the media. As I was going after you know, Matt Nagy, I was going after others about this, about how you, why are you saying this to me, why are you playing dumb? Urban Meyer, another example, which we'll get to in a moment. Listen to Kyle Shanahan in talking about whether or not he will name a starter.
4: I look at more as what do you gain by naming it. You know, there would be one reason I can think of by naming it that would help, and be to end those questions. Um, <laughs> if you could give me another reason that's a big advantage, that helps our team, affects anything that has to do with us, then I will name it. But I don't think it does. And um, you know, why tell people? I know you guys have. I know you guys want an answer and stuff, which is fine. I get the suspense of it. But I mean, I'm not just gonna answer it to end your guys' suspense. So. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, I'll try to get you more clicks.
1: I love it. See? Helping out the media. Son of a coach. Help me help you, coach. I absolutely love that answer. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Boat. Visit Progressive.com.
4: Let's get to Lawrence and the decision in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer addressed it with the media. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, we're gonna uh, Trevor's going be the starter in week one. We wanted him to earn it, felt he has. What do you need to see from Trevor Lawrence on the field this season?
1: Oh, by the way, it was a number one overall pick who is a quarterback who's Shocker. considered generational and it's like we never talk about him. We never talk about this situation. We never talk about what he can be. Trevor Lawrence has been in what Urban Meyer tried to tell us, a quarterback battle. (laughs) But then Urban Meyer decided to end that battle and say, yeah, of course we're starting Trevor Lawrence. He will be the starter. Let's go to Jacksonville. Mike DiRocco, who covers the Jaguars for us at ESPN, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Mike. How are
2: you? I'm good, guys. How are you all today?
1: We're great, and I want to know – from a reporter's standpoint, why did it take so long for them to name Trevor Lawrence when they took him number one overall? <laughs> and we knew they were taking him number one overall from the very beginning.
2: Yeah, I, I, um, you know, I get what Urban was trying to do. He wants to make the point that, you know, look, rookies aren't handed anything. They have to earn their job. But, I mean, guys, when the, the Jags lost to the Bears last December the, the, the and secured that number one pick, I mean, that's when – Trevor Lawrence was the starting quarterback. I mean, we all knew it was coming. We all knew they were taking him. It was just, uh, you know, I guess it was just a point to set his culture down here in Jacksonville. But, um, I mean, yesterday was like the least surprising announcement in the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, the guy we took number one, the guy that Mel Kuyper rated along with, you know, Elway and Manning and and Andrew Luck. Yeah, that's the guy we're going to start, not the, the guy who led us to one win last year.
0: But Mike, should he be the starter, right? Or, I mean, looking at this porous offensive line, first of all, I need to actually <laughs> be able to confirm, has Garden Minshew taken a dump yet, right? Because, uh, you know, before yeah. the game, he said, he, you know, he was going to you know, not take a dump and yeah. get going into this tough. Um, <laughs> can we confirm that or confirm or deny that he's relieved <laughs>
2: Believe himself? Believe it or not, we actually spent about five minutes discussing that in the media room oh last, uh, yesterday, after the announcement, just uh, the, the one-liners were flying pretty heavily. But, uh I uh, I have not – none of my inside sources have been able to confirm that for me at this point, though.
0: Got you. Equipment manager would be the one that knows. <laughs> He's the one that got to clean all that stuff <laughs> up. But I just wanted to go, like, okay, with, with Travis Etienne being hurt, right, you talk about this porous offensive mm-hmm. line, Are you? is it any concern there in Jacksonville that maybe this can become a Joe Burrow type of situation? And if so, why not protect the young quarterback and allow him to kind of learn the speed of the game?
2: Well, I mean, look – He's a generational talent. He's been the best player at in high school in the country. He's the best player in college in the country. He's played in big games. He's um, played on big stages. I mean, his confidence is fine. I mean, why, I, mean I, I don't understand why you wouldn't start him. I mean, if you're worried that he can't handle it mentally and you're worried that the, the poor pass protection – um, or any kind of issues that that happen during the season are going to affect him mentally and affect the, his confidence and affect the way he plays. Then then he probably shouldn't have taken taken him number one. I mean, they've already done him a disservice by making him rotate days with the first team offense, by with Gardner Minshew. I mean, he needed all the reps that he can possibly get. Um, and look, you you know, guys on the team know they, they the guys know who can play. You know, it's like the same thing people would ask me with Tebow. And I'd be like, look, guys, look, see, every play at practice, they know who can play and who can't. So if someone makes the roster that can't play, then there's going to be a problem because Mm -hmm. then they're going to wonder what the heck's going on, what's the agenda. So when you play a guy like Gardner Minshew over Trevor Lawrence, but you're sitting there saying, yes, we want to win. This is – Urban Meyer says, we want to win now. We're going to do everything that we can to win now. And then you don't play the best quarterback, well then you're not doing everything that you can do to win now. So the guys are gonna be like, What's going on here? What is the agenda? Yeah. And look, you just gotta play play the kid. I mean he's But Mike, Mike, but just to just play push- through like twenty eight picks as a rookie. I mean, just play the kid. He'll be fine. And and by the way, it's your job as a coach to figure out ways to keep him healthy.
0: But but Mike, just to push back just a little bit. Like his one season was never greater than Joe Burrow's um, top season. And we saw what happened to him, them exposing him and losing a guy like ETN. Like you can be messing up the future of your franchise by setting him back. If he gets one of those knee injuries or he gets one of those shoulder injuries. And I just think that maybe they should rest the kid to try and allow him to preserve himself and allow this team to kind of learn a new offense. The entire team is learning a new offense. This isn't like he's coming into an offense that's already, you know, already intact, and they know how to protect him. They don't know the nuance of the offense.
2: Well, I'll say this: if, if the offensive, if the if the question is, can he stay healthy behind that poor offensive line? Well, why does that mean Gardner Minshew is going to be able to stay healthy back there? So, if Gardner Minshew gets hurt in Week Four. Do you not play Trevor Lawrence? Do you go to C.J. Beathard? Do you not want to put him in at all? I mean, you know, like I said, and I think I wrote this the other day, that that's their job as coaches is to figure out a way to keep him healthy like this. This offensive line is nowhere near as bad as the Bengals' offensive line was last year. Um, I mean, is it great? No. Um, Do they have some issues at tackle? Absolutely. But you know what? Run some of that RPO stuff. Get some quick throws going. I mean, Roll him out. They did a little bit of that the other day. Get him to get rid of the ball really quickly. Find ways to get that done. I mean, that's what your job is as a coach. Find out what your guys do and get it done. If they can't figure this out, then they have a bigger problem. than their offensive line not any good. Um, you know, and, and Trevor Lawrence may get hurt. So I think you just got to play the kid. I mean, just get him out there. Let him play. And... Take your chances with it. I mean, anybody can get hurt at any time. You got to know that. I mean, guys get hurt in practice. Dante Fowler, the number, the, the number three overall pick in 2015, got hurt in rookie minicamp and missed the entire year. So I, I, I just think, you know, their best chance to win and their best chance for the future of this franchise is to play Trevor Lawrence. Because if you don't play him now, then he plays next year and he's lost a whole year of development.
1: Mike, good stuff. Thanks so much. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Mike DiRocco, again, covering the Jaguars for us at ESPN. And, you know, that's the story down there right now. Trevor Lawrence has been the guy since basically the season ended, Uh, the the college season ended. You knew that he was going to be the number one pick. Jacksonville got that pick. And now, of course, he is their starting quarterback for better or for worse with that offensive line. But a lot of questions, of course, about whether or not the Jaguars are going to be ready for him, not necessarily he's ready. For the Jaguars. And then, of course, there's Urban Meyer as well. All right, but why Dak's shoulder is not the biggest concern by one former quarterback. We'll discuss that next. KJZ, ESPN Radio.